Every one of us has a mind of our own. I've got a mind of my own. You've got a mind of your own. And that's the beautiful, um, I guess, paradox, beautiful thing, beautiful concern about human beings, about human nature, that we're creative. We are, um, we like things that shine. We like things of beauty. Um, we like things. <laughs> human beings have, uh, there's a study called anthropology. And in the study of anthropology, it studies the patterns. It studies human behavior. And so uh, based on history, based on science, based on looking at and studying human behavior over such a long and vast period of time and based on the time in which uh, the study is occurring, um, it could be perhaps suggested that one would act in a certain way if they're left-handed. One would be a certain kind of way if they were right-handed. One would hold their fork a certain way. One would behave, again, to nature and their surroundings, to their environment in a certain way. And this is based off of patterns. And so, yes, patterns exist, uh, but we all have a mind of our own. And in that patterns exist, in that pattern exists uh, the saying that says, I can think for myself. I can do what I want to do. And uh, that's an arrogant approach. That's, uh, uh, that's an approach that says, um, I am my own creator. And I am not my own creator. And so my approach can't be such that says I do what I want to do. Uh, and I say what I want to say. No, I can't. Uh, I'm constrained by my belief uh, and I'm constrained also by um, something I've referred to often, but that is my innermost being. And for this conversation, I want us to distinguish your innermost being versus somebody else's consciousness, somebody else's mindset, somebody else's uh, suggestion, uh, somebody else's motive, if you will. Um, I'm so grateful that, uh, you know, I learned early on in releasing these podcasts that there's a power in this microphone, that uh, there's a, uh, a conceit or a, <laughs> almost a cockiness that says, well, I'm just talking to hear myself talk. Well, I'm not. I, I really am not. Uh, and so um, the burden that I carry uh, is to be spiritually conscious, to be aware that I can't be putting off on this microphone, telling people off and saying folks names and speaking about uh, very, very particular things uh, such that it could offend someone. That is not my approach. It's not my motive. Um, and so I, I do have to have a clear conscious uh, my innermost being must speak and must uh, provide the opening, provide the conversation and lend the voice, lend the thought to what becomes the voice uh, that comes out in this podcast, particularly in this episode and every single episode from Killing Cliches. And so 
the distinction is my innermost being. I, we have to purge ourselves. We have to uh, learn that uh, somebody else's thoughts, somebody else's suggestions um, may not be something that applies and aligns to your life, to your walk. I need us to be reminded that we are made in the image of the Most High God and we are made after his likeness. And so in as much as I am made in his image, there's an image that he has for me. There's a likeness that he has for me and my innermost being uh, listening to uh, and realizing that it is the purest form of who I am. That's for me uh, that listening to that can't lead me astray, but listening to outside voices can and and that's uh, sometimes it's a tough pill to swallow that says I can't necessarily rely on um, the suggestions of my closest loved ones, my family members, uh, because then we have to go back to motive. Unless somebody has checked their motive at the door, um, there's there's not a whole lot that you can glean except for. I'm not going to take that advice because a motive is a, is a powerful thing. I heard about a conversation recently where somebody uh, said, well, I don't know if it was the spirit of God that told me or if it was something else. And I'm paraphrasing of course, but we have to be mindful of the suggestions of others. You and I, have our own mind. And and in that, we have an image that the most high God has for each and every one of us. And so that comes from our innermost being. It doesn't come from an outside image. It doesn't even come from looking in the mirror. And we'll have that conversation later because the mirror can be, uh, and the mirror is a still moment uh, when we think about an image that isn't, That is something that is coming from a very live place. It's a moving place. And so, again, that's a conversation reserved for on down the line. Uh, But for right now, we have to distinguish and make sure that we understand the difference between my innermost being, your innermost being, a pure form of yourself versus motives of others. Because there are some folks that will say something and and not even know that they have an ill motive, not even know that there may be a jealousy or there may be a zealousness or there may be a a subjectivity in mind. And when I say subjectivity, that means that it's based on what they think and based on perhaps what somebody told them versus an objective approach that says I'm doing this purely and strictly out of love. And so as we consider the thoughts and suggestions of others, let's be mindful of following what it is that your innermost being is saying first. And if there is a problem there, if I can't hear the voice of my innermost being, then the job for me is to sit still. And yes, there is safety in a multitude of, of counsel, as Proverbs says. 
And so taking in those considerations, we have to be a filter. We have to, uh, my mother, she would say to us, boys, guard your heart. And the older I get, uh, the more I'm becoming aware of what that means. That means that um, you have a you for you. And somebody else's you may not be you. Somebody, yeah. And it could be your closest loved one. It could be your spouse. It could be your child. But if it is not fitting for you, you have the right and you have the obligation to walk down your path. Yeah, we're going to be loving, but we're going to be secure, not in the thoughts and the suggestions and the motives of others. But I'm going to be secure in my path and my destination, my destiny. And that is brought on again from what it is that I'm hearing from my innermost being. I'm living in a home right now um, because and I'm going to make it very simple. I'm living in a home right now because I listened to the voice of my innermost being that said, go here. And then you know what happened? Uh, when I started looking, uh, there was an elder that was around me, somebody that I work with. And I thanked him and I thanked him to him to his face. But I was taking to him various you know, houses that I was looking at. And I really thank I thank you, Father, for giving me just the wisdom to say, okay, I see something, but let me go to an elder. Because again, this brother ain't got nothing against me. <laughs> he don't want to, he, he wants none but for my good. And so realizing that we do have those people around us, we have to go to elders and say, you know, what do you think about this? The first house that I showed him, uh, he said, that looks like it might be too close to a major uh, road with a lot of traffic. You might want to check that because down the road, you, you'll have some foundation issues if you, if you go with that one. And lo and behold, <laughs> I looked at, and I took what the elders said. And uh, it was next to him. It was very nice home, remodeled and everything. But it wasn't for me. And so the more I looked and then I brought another elder. I call him my, one of my mentors. Brought him over here to the home. He looked up. Even the realtor looked up and said, whoa, yeah, this is yours. And I knew it. I knew it before they said it. This is the first house and the only house that I walked into as I was looking for a home, paying attention to my innermost being. And so along the way, again, there was an elder that said, let me go over here and check out what he would say, what he would think. Because <laughs> he's a homeowner. I'm not going to somebody that's not a home. I'm not going to my friend. You know what I'm saying? My Somebody that's my age to say he ain't owned a home as long as at all, let alone he's just looking at cosmetically. And so along the way, we, yeah, we take in uh, those considerations and those suggestions. Um, and that's through wisdom. That's through the approach of wisdom. And so um, there's a scripture that comes to mind. There's two scriptures that comes to mind. Uh, when I think about I have a mind of my own, I don't need a whole lot of different suggestions. But if I come to you uh, with a question, uh, there's an opportunity to add to uh, and to confirm certain thoughts or say, you know what? You might want to check that thought. And that allows me to go back and do what I need to do. But not because of somebody controlling, somebody trying to manipulate somebody again with a motive that may or may not know that they have a motive. Because think about it. We all were brought up in, in different homes. 
And imagine if I were brought up in a home where every little thing was picked at. Uh, your stockings, your, you shouldn't do this. Don't wear your hair like that. Don't put nail polish on. Don't play that game. Don't go to the, do this. Don't do that. Uh, so that breeds a self-consciousness. And, and perhaps it would also uh, create this manipulation that says, if I tell them so much of what not to do, then I can control. Well, we're beyond that because, again, I have a mind of my own. And so uh, in the cliche killer, I have to go to it, uh, the book of Christ. Um, hmm. In Philippians uh, chapter 2. I'll start at uh, verse three. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem each other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery, to be equal with God. And so the focal there is let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. So in as much as I have a mind of my own and I'm, and I'm paying attention to my innermost being, I'm aligning on the voice of the most high, on the son of the most high God. And so that gives me a right to walk a certain way, to share and to speak in a way that I speak based on the vocabulary that I know, based on where I've been, because this is touching somebody's heart along my path in the same way that you speak in the way that you do along your path. And we have to, again, it says to esteem one another higher than ourselves. So I have to affirm that in, in my fellow traveler and my friend. I, if I see some light, I have to affirm it and not critique it as if I was being critiqued about some stockings. The other uh, scripture that um, I must go to uh, is found in uh, the book of Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together for them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose. So my innermost being won't let me go astray because it's fixed on my purpose. It's f my destiny is my purpose. The innermost being is constantly pointing me in the direction of purpose. And purpose uh, leads to destiny. And if your destiny is such for you, Walk that path. Walk it. Now, there's going to be there's going to be some things that we didn't foresee along the road. That's life. But it's it's it, 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 it may shake us to our very core. But if we are relying on our innermost being, even the mistakes, even uh, perhaps the path that I went down I shouldn't have went down and I finally got back to my right path even that he said all things work together for the good of them that love God so father I love you and I appreciate you 
And I thank you. And we're going to continue to grow up together. Grace.